Hey everybody, welcome to another edition of the Creative Imbalance Podcast. Like always, I am your host Sean Siriani, and we have an awesome talk coming your way. Today, my guest, she's an actress, her name is Caitlin Sponheimer, and right now she's on a bit of a movie tour for the movie she stars in titled April and Autumn. It's playing around Canada for the next few months was at the Carlton Theater and was said if it did well, it would get an extension. And you know what? It did great. And you can catch that if you're in Toronto like me at Carlton Cinema playing all the way till October 31st. And yes, Caitlin was awesome to meet. Um, awesome to pick her brain about acting. I haven't had an actor on here in a while. And even it's an art form that fascinates me so much. Because it's something I've dabbled very little in. And a recent experience on a music video shoot. I realize there's way more layers to it than you would expect if you're not an actor. And it's it's cool to kind of like pick her brain and break down the art form a little bit. And overall just hear her story. And I was thinking um, it's kind of cool for you guys as a listener. You're also meeting people on this show the same time I'm meeting them. And what's cool about Caitlin is we haven't met until this day, but it felt like we had so much conversational chemistry, almost like I've known her for years or something. And I think that's awesome. That's uh, it, ha- it definitely helps make a great episode. But even after we turned off the recording button, We ended up talking for like another hour afterwards and digging into deeper subjects, stuff beyond the surface, (laughs) maybe the unknown mysteries of life. And part of me wishes that was part of the episode as well. But like I say, this show is infinite, so no worries down the road. Next time she's in the city, maybe I'll ask her if she wants to do a part two and continue where we left off on this episode. It's funny too, even... um. As I did my research for this episode, I didn't go too extent. I kind of kept it around the movie and talking to her after. It's cool to hear she does so many things we don't even mention on the show, like doing voice acting and video games. And she seems to be a real workhorse with her craft, and I respect that. It's super cool. And before we get into this, I want to let you know if you're listening to this on Spotify, iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, TalkShoe, or any of your favorite podcast listening apps. Each one of these episodes has its own homepage at www.girthradio.com. You'll be able to see pictures of Caitlin in the studio, links, trailers to everything we talk about from April to Autumn, the dates when and where you can check out that movie, and links to her other projects as well. All right, and I think that's all I got to say for an intro. Hope you guys enjoy listening to this as much as I enjoyed being part of this conversation. Here's Caitlin Sponheimer coming at you right now! Earth Radio in session. 
Well, anyways, Caitlin, <laughs> thanks for joining me today. I know you're sick. You didn't cancel. I really appreciate that. I wouldn't. Thank you for having me. I'm really excited to be here. Yeah, and it, it's exciting times for you. You just uh, Your movie's out now, April and Autumn, and it looks like you're touring it across Canada. And how does that feel, like, to just be touring this movie and everything? Yeah, it's, it's really exciting because we, we filmed it almost over two years ago. And it did the whole festival route. It went to Cannes Marche, um, and then and then around, um, kind of around the world in that sense. But we hadn't actually been able to show it in Canada, which is where it's made. I mean, it's it's like heavily, um, like uh, shows Toronto heavily. Yeah, <laughs> like yeah. It's even like about city. traveling across Canada and everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Like it's really it's really a Canadian film and. So it's super exciting, super exciting to be able to show it here and like have even just like friends and family come and see it. And um, I mean, I thought it was pretty cool going to the theater last night and having the poster up. I was like, that's that's pretty sick. <laughs> yeah, yeah. you on the front of it, too. Yeah. Like, yeah like, Mom, that's look. Dope. Yeah. <laughs> totally. <laughs> oh, that's amazing. It's, speaking of like, that's cool that your family came and everything. I'm, oh, they didn't. They're in Calgary, but oh, okay, in spirit. But it's, oh, yeah, so, so you sent them the photo. It's yeah. just like, yeah, exactly. But uh, yeah, I kind of want to go back in time with you a little bit to cool. like, when was like the moment you felt like, hey, I want to I want to be an actress? Yeah, I'm happy you asked that because I have a, a lame answer. Um, yeah. <laughs> I was I I wanted to be like a, a bunch of different things, um, like I think a lot of kids. But then I saw Pirates of the Caribbean, cool. the first one. And I was like, oh, that is so sick. I want to do that. And I was I was like about 12. And I remember seeing it with like my aunt and my mom or something and um, on summer vacation, I just thought it was like, I mean, it is a fantastic film. Oh, yeah, it's epic. Yeah, it's the first one is so friggin' good. Yeah. Like, it's just like... Were you like, awesome. I want to live in that world with Johnny I was like, Depp? I want to be Johnny Depp was <laughs> yeah. what, I, what, I, what I felt. So I was like, I'll marry Orlando Bloom and I'll be Johnny Depp. Yeah. <laughs> Perfect world. <laughs> yeah. So it's... Because he, he really... And from then on, then I started to, like, watch all of... Johnny Depp's films and I was mm-hmm. like that's so cool he can just totally transform and like play and it's all it's just just uh yeah so that's kind of how I started oh, wanted to be an actor that's <laughs> wicked you had a favorite Johnny Depp film um I would probably be Pirates of the Caribbean yeah yeah I, like many people I think but um he also did uh The Astronaut's Wife I thought was really cool too which is like kind of a older indie film. Yeah, I haven't seen that one. You'd like it, I think. Well, if you like, it's kind of like thriller-esque. Yeah, Yeah. no, I dig it. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) No, I'll have to check that out, too. Yeah. I like uh, watching, like, Hidden Gems, too. Yeah, yeah, I think it, I I don't think it's really popular. I'm not sure. Yeah. Yeah. Cool, cool. And, yeah, so from there, obviously, like, the whole fantasy world got into your heart and stuff, and, like, when did you pursue it how did you pursue it was it through like school or just like messing around with a camera or like yeah um, like how did this happen to you uh I I think I kind of kept it a secret for a while because I was like ashamed (laughs) yeah did you did you feel like it's almost it's it's something that a lot of people don't really pursue like are you from like uh, a smaller town or um I grew up in Calgary so it's not it is a big city uh, but kind of a small town mentality. Yeah. Um, my parents were super supportive of whatever I wanted to do. So, um, like once I kind of started 
to choose drama classes in school and um, and things like that. Like, I, I grew up playing sports, but they were totally supportive of... I kind of... Once high school came, I, like, stopped playing as many sports and started doing all the drama programs and um, plays, and I, I wrote a play with a friend and started to kind of get more into it that way. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and so it was really... Um, and then I also, I did try, like, I, I, I guess I did tell my parents around, like, 14, I, I was like, oh, I want to kind of try out, like, performing or something. I probably said it in, like, a sillier way, but I, yeah, I ended yeah. up um, trying to get an agent, and I, and they wouldn't rep me as an actor, so I ended up modeling for a little while um, instead, which uh, was, like, it would have been cool to kind of have that experience as an actor younger, but... Yeah, yeah. Um, but it's yeah, cool that so you were like kind of like just looking for that route. So was it like acting always that goal in the horizon where it's just like, yeah, I can do modeling for a bit and like kind of get my face out there and then <laughs> throw some headshots yeah. around? Or like... I don't know. I, I don't know if I like thought about it well enough yeah, or yeah. like I don't know if I thought I could do it as a career. Um, I just loved it. And so I just like whatever I could be involved in really like I was lucky that my high school had a really good drama program. Mm -hmm. So I just took like all their classes and was super involved. And that was kind of the extent of it. But then when it was time to decide what I wanted to do, um, afterwards, I, I just, uh, I was like, well, I want to go study acting. And so that's kind of when I had to like tell, tell other people, like, like my family, yeah, like, yeah. I'm gonna try to be an actor for yeah, it's real. It's like coming out. It's just like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, everybody, sit down. <laughs> yes. Okay, I'm gonna need a lot of support financially for a while. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's like any art form, though, too. And it's totally, like, yeah, know, yeah. It's interesting how you said, like, you kind of like at the beginning times, like almost felt a little silly to tell yeah, people that or totally. whatever. And yeah, you you feel like um. Because it's, yeah, I totally felt silly. That's a great word to use. Yeah. yeah we shouldn't, but we... Yeah, yeah, definitely. Especially, like, I don't know. It's, uh, especially if there's, like, a lot of people around you not doing it. I know from doing this show, and once in a while, I'll dabble into, like, stand-up comedy, too. Oh, nice. And especially, That's like, <laughs> since where I, I grew up, like, other people weren't really doing that. It was just more, uh, I don't know the word for it. Uh, Taboo? maybe yeah or it's just like you have to be somebody already to do like it's like a weird mindset where lots of people don't see the beginning stages of like having to go out there and fail multiple times to get good at it too yeah yeah. totally they we only see um we only kind of become a become aware of artists success once it's on a certain level yeah a lot of times and um a lot of people don't see that struggle but i think most artists have a period of struggle and and even continue to during some success as well Mm -hmm. yeah and it's it's cool once you break through that mold of like trial and error through like the beginning years or whatever and like how it can just turn into whatever it is like it just seems so natural all of a sudden i'm starting to get that feeling with this show and it's like it's funny because lots of people are like listening to more recent episodes and being like oh this is so good i'm like don't listen to episode one (laughs) it's it's terrible yeah yeah (laughs) i won't even go back i'm like oh i got like chills like thinking of listening to that but don't think about it (laughs) do you remember your first audition at all Oh my goodness. Well, actually, I do remember like that that agency I was telling you about that was like, you can't act, but you can model. Um, 
they let me audition with like a McDonald's commercial and guaranteed it was like the most horrible thing you've ever seen in your life. (laughs) I was probably like 13 or 14. But then first professional audition um, was, so I studied at the Neighborhood Playhouse in New York. And then when I was out, I had like, I had my first commercial audition and I actually booked it. So that was really cool. But then I didn't book something for like two years. So that's like, (laughs) <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's, a, that's how that went. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> but it's 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 like the the first step is always the hardest. I think with any type of creative pursuit, too, it's like you can always like overthink it. But yeah, it's like yeah, you, you feel like all like acting. There's like a, it's a momentum base, like where you start doing it, and then you just gotta like keep in motion with the auditions or just like getting um, out there and like. Yeah, that's. Uh, I actually, I'm not really sure because mm-hmm. I think that everyone's trajectory as an actor is really, really different yeah. because it's so based on like luck a lot and timing for roles because you could have your best audition and not book it. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so it's kind of, I think like momentum is definitely um, a good thing and I think something that it's good to like uh utilize it i guess mm-hmm. like if you're if you're booking stuff and you you have that gives you the opportunity to maybe be seen more and for better roles and to to take all those opportunities you can get um but i think i think really to always still remember it's an art form and why you're doing it cuz there's been things um that definitely you're like oh i'm not I'm not sure about this or I'm not comfortable with this or something like that. And at, at the heart of it, we still have to remember why we're doing it. So yeah, yeah. if the momentum serves you, then that's so awesome, you know? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah well, that's that's well said of, like, always remembering why you're doing that. Because yeah. I feel like sometimes when people, like, cross the boundary of, like, creative work turning into, like, a job or a business, too, like, once in a while you yeah. can lose that. Yeah. And it's just, like, you forgot and then... I know myself when I get into that mode of like thinking of like numbers and stuff like that with like different stuff I'm doing, mm-hmm. like it almost like I'll lose like the spirit of it. Like it's the like, love, right? yeah, yeah, and yeah. it's it like kind of like bleeds through your work in a way too, yeah. where it's just like it might not be as good as like when you're doing something conscious about like I don't even know what I'm trying to say I like, totally when just, yeah, know yeah. I, I know what you're saying yeah, yeah. like you lose like the the love for it and yeah, so yeah. If, if we yeah it's always like going back and remembering why we're like we all do jobs or take jobs or whatever that maybe we're not as passionate about but everyone starts something creative from like a need to express something mm-hmm. and and I think love as well. They love that art form and they love connecting with people on that level, I think. Maybe I'm speaking too broadly. but mm-hmm. um, And so, like, your talk show, too. Like, it's the same thing. If you're, you, you must love it. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I was excited to meet you today, too. It's, it's super Likewise. cool. I can't complain. Like, you know? Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. Uh, yeah, it's cool. It seems like you're, like, such a free spirit, which is, <laughs> like, just kind of, like... A go-getter. And, like, your character in the movie was kind of, like, a similar mindset as well, too. Like, did, yeah. you, did you feel like that was, like, a natural, like, role to play? Um, yeah, like, I, I definitely did, did you know, certain work on her. Um, I think April's a little lost mm-hmm. um, in the film. I think that, uh, you know, she thinks she'll go away and... Um, 
find herself and then she doesn't and that kind of leaves her with like what do I do next and yeah yeah and so um which I guess I guess actually is kind of like me I I definitely like the thought of um being able to see the world and explore and um kind of figure out who we are which maybe you know we never really know (laughs) yeah yeah. (laughs) um yeah yeah I, I yeah, thanks. It's nice to hear that. Oh, that's cool. <laughs> that's a, yeah, I, was, I wasn't sure if like you felt that way, but it's like, I don't know, just talking to you now, I'm like, oh, it's like maybe not the same, but there's like similarities too. Yeah, like definitely. Like how you're just like pursued acting and like she just like moved away <laughs> type of thing, just like kind of yeah. like following what's in your heart and kind of like seeing what happens. And what, yeah, 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 for it's sure. It's a cool thing. And, uh, yeah, I, I enjoyed the movie. I haven't been watching, like, a lot of dramas lately, so it was yeah. good. It was, like, a nice change. Cool. And, um, good. One thing without, like, doing any spoilers. I'm going to try. But, like, uh, I, uh, I felt like th- through the beginning of the movie, I was going to predict what happened, like, kind of, like, how the pieces were laid out. I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah this is going to come together. But then how it concluded felt, like, more of a real situation than like a Hollywood ending or whatever. Like it felt really like real life, which I thought was, was cool. Like, yeah. 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 Well, th- thank you. Yeah. Th- it was, it's kind of funny cause we talked about the ending a lot and what could happen, which I, I also won't spoil it, but I think I know where you thought it was going as well. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, and a lot of people have had that reaction, but then it, it kind of doesn't end up that way, which is very much like real life. And April's kind of made this fantasy in her head about what um, who someone is, really, right? Mm-hmm. And when it doesn't... Oh, man, am I spoiling this? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's okay, yeah. <laughs> Damn. Yeah. Uh, should I finish I, that I sentence? Could, <laughs> I could beep something out. <laughs> I was like, I won't spoil it. Here yeah, I yeah. go. Uh, <laughs> but, yeah, so I, I think it is... I'll, I, I won't spoil it, but yeah. I think it is true to life in that way. And... Um, a lot of the European audiences really, really loved that. They just loved seeing that it's just this story of, you know, these three women, the two daughters and their mother, and and kind of just this couple months uh, through their lives. And Yeah, yeah. yeah. Even, like, the, the tight cast, like, almost everybody reminded me of somebody I know in my real life Ooh. as well as I was watching it, too. Very cool. And yeah, it was, <laughs> it was just interesting, like... To me, as a viewer, and yeah. stuff like that, yeah. So it's really cool. Like, uh, I like that realistic tone. And oh, thank you. Yeah, yeah. Uh, how was the the process of making this movie? You said you did it like a couple years ago. Like, uh, yeah. So we filmed it a couple years ago, and then um, we actually made it for about ten thousand dollars. Like, shot it for, which is incredibly, incredibly low budget. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the director was in touch with Telefilm Canada. And they kind of, they called him up when they saw what he had shot and said like Kate what do you need we'll we'll help you finish this film so then we we finished it at Deluxe which is like an awesome post production studio here and uh, and yeah and, and so the process was kind of like filming it um, it was really small crew like everyone was kind of like family on set we we'd kind of reworked the scenes before lots of we were allowed like lots of improv the kind of shoot the scene once how it is and then another take of like whatever however you want to do it which yeah. so so much freedom as an artist um to bring yourself to the character too um but yeah it was kind of a long process unfolding and then it was like a year in festivals and now here we are <laughs> yeah 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 it's got to feel good to get that out there like yeah it's it's nice to share it and and stuff for sure and it's it's allowed us to do 
another film as well. So we just um, shot Warren's second feature oh, cool. out in Alberta. So, um, and that was a bit of a bigger budget, which was nice. We had a, a few extra hands and um, some great crew and, and still worked with a lot of the same people too. So um, th- it's that, like you, about momentum, so come back to that, that kind of allowed us to make... Um, Warren's second film and lucky I, I felt very lucky to be involved in that as well. Ah, nice, nice. Yeah. Are you playing like a similar role in it? Or it... Um, I actually, no, I play like a, uh, I play the daughter of the lead who's, it's about a Syrian refugee family coming to Alberta and settling in a rural community and kind of the, um, what they face there. And, and um, so I play the daughter of, of kind of a, a conservative farmer and she's a school teacher, so she's very, she's actually quite opposite to April, I think, put together and calm and pragmatic and, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's cool. Like, yeah. yeah, yeah, I, I, I got to watch that one, too. I, 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 I like seeing, yeah. like, actors and actresses, like, dive into all these different roles, and I kind of want to know a little bit about your process. How do you prepare for a character? Uh, yeah. What do you do? Is it, is it, do you find it, like, a difficult thing, or is it just depends on um, the character? I, I I I think it depends on the role. Um, some things you read, I think a lot of actors would maybe feel the same. But some things you read, you're like, oh, I get this, and like I totally know this person, and and it's it's like something clicks. There's something maybe inside of you that resonates with you, and then there's other roles where you're like, how the can, sorry. <laughs> yeah, oh, you're allowed to swear on it. Okay, yeah. uh, how the fuck am I going to do this, right? <laughs> like, even auditions sometimes I get, I'm like, oh my God, where do I start? And um, yeah, so I, I, I always try to do some research. Um, if there's anything I can look up, I do that. Um, and then, you know, I, I, it's it's kind of hard to, to put into words exactly. I, I just yeah. find connections to the character um, in my in myself and and focus on those what connects me to them and what I can empathize with the character mm-hmm. yeah yeah, yeah. Every, try to understand why they do what they do you yeah. know yeah every time I like because I don't act but like I've been in like cameos and like little music nice. videos here but it's just like nothing <laughs> like too strenuous too but every time I try to put my mind in a mindset of an actor and an actress or whatever I always like start feeling like internally exhausted. <laughs> like how I do, do you think it's yeah. tiring? Yeah, yeah, it's I can't even imagine. Yeah, <laughs> and um, the other night I went and watched the the Joker with Joaquin. Oh my Pete. gosh, I I want to see that so badly. Yeah. Was it good? Oh, it was amazing, and it was mostly like uh, I haven't seen like acting like that insane in a long time, and like I left the movie, I'm like. Almost like, has anybody checked on Joaquin Phoenix? Yeah. Like, like that was nuts. Like, because like he, it seemed like he starved himself for the role too. He was very skinny. You could see his ribs and oh just my gosh. like the acting was so like, just like putting yourself in the most insane mindset imaginable and just yeah, living he's, that. He's a cool actor. He's yeah. like, I, I, I. Um, there's there's some actors that really like go for it and and with something like that I think there's probably not a middle ground I feel like kind of probably have to do that I I don't know I I don't know I haven't seen it actually so I don't know what I'm talking about but (laughs) But you definitely see it but like I'm sure you get the gist of it you see probably reviews and stuff like that yeah I have I did I I have seen I have seen reviews and I've, I've heard a lot I mean it's kind of all over 
yeah. everything right now, the Joker. Yeah. yeah. Have you ever had a role that just like strained you? To um, I don't know if I've I've gotten like uh, I I've had like parts and things that were maybe a little more um, exhausting emotionally, mm-hmm. but I haven't I haven't had like a, a long enough. Um, or or enough uh, opportunities to like get exhausted, you know. Like yeah, if, yeah. I don't know if that makes sense, but like I've um, like I I was the lead in April and Autumn, which was great, and mm-hmm. and had a good role on. Yeah, and there's a big like yeah. climactic moment where you're very emotional too, and it's just, yeah, yeah, that stuff's kind of fun sometimes too, though. But it oh, definitely yeah. <laughs> is tiring, um, and I think takes a lot of focus, or at least for me, some people can like just like you know show up and do whatever. But I I like. I work hard on that, prepare, know exactly what my choices are and stuff. But, but yeah, in terms of like a role that's exhausted me, I hope I have the opportunity in my career to like be exhausted by a lot <laughs> <Yeah>. of roles. <laughs> Maybe you can be in like the Joker sequel as Harley Quinn or something. Would love it. Yeah. I'm here. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Hire me. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, do you do you have anything you do to like maybe like decompress after, or do you stay in your role? Like, uh, no, I you... I like try to let go of I try to let go of that stuff, but I definitely take um, um, emotional stuff home for sure. I try not to, um, but even like even the the film Warren's uh, second feature that we were, it's called Jasmine Road, so I um, so you know, okay, cool. <laughs> and it's a. Uh, um, they, her, the, her mother has committed suicide, and um, that I felt for the duration of filming was like definitely a weight. Even watching the other actors in the, those scenarios, and it's um, it's a heavy and a sad subject matter, and yeah, definitely, it yeah. kind of like hits hard because your imagination, like our imaginations, are so vivid if we let them go, and so it's kind of hard to just shut it off. Um, yeah, I think it's. Yeah. I do think that's a skill, a, a very good skill that some actors have, and I think you kind of like if you want to have a long career, kind of should learn. Yeah, it. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I definitely agree. <laughs> it's like, yeah, it's it's so interesting uh, for me to hear you like kind of break that down too. I, I haven't had like an actor and actress uh, on the show in a while too, but oh, it's something okay. I've been like really thinking about. Uh, I recently watched on Netflix uh, Jim Carrey, like, behind the scenes of Man on the Moon. I don't know if you've seen that. Oh, I watched about half of it, and I wanted to finish it. Yeah, yeah. And it's, uh, it's crazy because like, he almost did the, yeah, he, he did the opposite of where it's like, okay, like, I guess for you, the day's over. It's okay, I got to separate myself, or it's just like he took it home with him, and when people would call him on the phone he was like Andy yeah Kaufman and like. that's like uh Daniel Day-Lewis <laughs> would do that too wow yeah. yeah I think I do think like um I think I do think that's really cool and if that's your process like go for it the 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 thing I don't think is is when you kind of like fuck with other people's jobs on set and crew and stuff I feel like that it's like we're still it's still we're still all working together and it's still collaboration and we shouldn't like be as actors, like, like, oh, well, I'm an actor and I get to do whatever I want. Like, I think there should still, I think actors should still be upheld to a level of respect on set mm-hmm. for everyone. Yeah. Um, and, and like, being like, oh, it's his artistic process. It's like, you can have that, but also respect people's space, which I think sometimes actors get away with a lot because they're, you can't not film with them. 
Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's a lot so of ego sometimes. Yeah, and well said. And I want to mention to the people listening at home, because they're not going to be able to hear it because these mics are fantastic, but there's like somebody just hammering a piano outside of the studio. And Crushing you, that yeah, solo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but you, you got that all out without being like distracted. distracted. I know. It's sorry back, if I sounded like I was like listening to no, them. No, no, it's perfect. <laughs> but I was just like, shut up. <laughs> it's family day here. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I do like uh, the vibe of like this uh, whole area and stuff. Oh, but, yeah. it's so cool. Yeah. I was so excited walking into all these like cool container things. Yeah, yeah. I love it. Toronto's like got this. It's so neat. Like yeah. in the summer, it must be. Yeah, it was driving. It was really nice in the summer here too. It was like, like all that stuff outside it was like all the plants were growing it was like it's a little very forest. Yeah, yeah yeah it's just a good it's a good vibe to do a show around it's just life and everything yeah so, totally yeah. even Kids sometimes like yeah i like the distractions <laughs> but it was funny like the first time i was here there was like uh a lot of people walking by this studio for the first time and the They'd see, they'd start waving, and then I'd like... Oh, that would distract you. Yeah, and I felt obligated to wave back at, like, every kid. But now now I'm getting better where it's just, like, I don't know if you notice, I'm, like, not looking out the window. Yeah, you're doing well. Good job. Sometimes I get lost out there. (laughs) But it's fun. Yeah, everybody should uh, visit the Stack Market if you live in Toronto. And uh, also, yeah, so your movie is playing for the next few days, uh... Is it till the, uh, the 20th? 24th? 24th. Yeah, yes, October, at the Carlton. Right? Yeah, and it it's um, possi- possibly could be renewed for another week. If uh, um, so far we've we've had a really great turnout. Um, it's I mean I guess just the matinee and then the evening show last night we had really full houses. So if if we continue to see good audiences, they'll have it for another week hopefully. And but for now it's plays 18th to 24th. <laughs> cool cool yeah. and are you enjoying like the q and a's afterwards and stuff like yeah that? it's it's fun um yeah it's fun i kind of like i i definitely do enjoy them but i, I also like i'm kind of interested to hear what other people think too so um because i've gone to q and a sometimes where i'm like oh i kind of wish it wasn't as explained to me like yeah I, yeah for so i'm kind of a little careful to not say too much to let people take what they want yeah yeah from a film. you ever like uh when somebody asks a question you turn it this question back around on them and, like, uh, no of, but i love that like you, you well what do, do that. you think yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's up to your turn and then you could like really like break down like what uh, the audience was like yeah. <laughs> i'm gonna do that it. all night tonight. yeah i do it you please answer no question. Yeah. <laughs> this is for you, Sean. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Yeah, it's such exciting times, and like you killed that movie. It was awesome. Thank you. Yeah. That means a lot. Yeah, to me. I think like some of my favorite parts were like the acting, because like like I mentioned, like it just reminded me of people in real life, and like a lot of it didn't feel forced. Like it seemed like. That's you really nice to hear. And even like when my phone buzzed and you were coming here, I almost picked it up and was like, hey, April. I'm like, yeah. no, that's not her name. It's Caitlin. <laughs> but it's like, I would have been like, hey. Yeah. <laughs> that's actually a funny thing I'm noticing too. Like uh, the few times I had actors and actresses on here, like um, interviewing them, like as soon as I've watched the movie too, it's just in my brain. It's like, they're also yeah. like this other person I've seen on the screen. Well, that's like, nice to hear yeah. because I, I think like if, 
Um, that's nice to hear because then the, hopefully the character was believable. Yeah, yeah. I, I guess that's a sign you did a really good job. Thanks, Sean. <laughs> yeah, wicked. My new producer, Erica. Yes. <laughs> she brought up something awesome and like was looking at your social media. What is Katie's Naughty Snickers? It's Kitty's Naughty Knickers. Yeah. Um, and it is about uh, uh, a girl who is struggling to become a lawyer and she decides to sell her dirty underwear online to pay for law school. Um, and it's a, it's a dark comedy. Nice. It's a, the first thing I directed. Um, I wrote it. I acted in it. Um, and, yeah. And so it's like a it's fun little short. Yeah, short that's, film. that's so cool. So how did this spawn? Like you said, you directed it. Did you, did you write part of it as well? Or is yeah, I wrote the whole thing. And then um, I was kind of sharing it with some... Friends, like I, I write, I write scripts as well, and um, I was sharing it around, and people were like, "Oh, you should make this." And um, I had, I, I had a, I have a friend. Uh, his name's Evren Wajoli, and he's had some great success as a producer. And I kind of said, like, "Hey, I'm going to make this," and he was so helpful, like uh, hooked me up with a great camera, um, you know, did all the post for me, um, just like super, super supportive, and um, and so I was. I was luckily able to to do. I I invested my own money to do it, just to, enough to get it done, and and lots of you know help and, um, um, you know it was low paying work for people, so you know it was really yeah, really yeah. nice to have. It was just super creative and collaborative, and that's exciting. Super weird little film. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Did you find it like hard to like direct and be in the film as well? Or? Um, you know what? I I thought maybe I would, but. I I understood the character so well. Like she's kind of like a she's a little like off kilt kilter and like a little crazy and you know makes some bad decisions. Yeah, yeah. And I felt like uh, I understood that. I guess I was like didn't <laughs> want to go that direction. But yeah, I felt I felt like um, after writing it and kind of like preparing preparing everything to direct it, it actually by I by not overthinking it, it, it was like really a cool experience. Um, I really had to trust everyone because I couldn't watch all the shots. Yeah, um, yeah. So I had to really trust the DP, um, Cody, and he was awesome. And um, so, uh, yeah, yeah, it worked really fast. Yeah, that's exciting. It sounds like something you were, like, hella passionate about. Like, it almost goes back to what we were talking about earlier and to, like, remembering why you're doing this yeah, and stuff. Totally. And, yeah, totally. So, it was so exciting. Like, it was... I, I was just like in my element. I, I had like all my friends were helping and everyone was like collaborating. And yeah, it was really nice. Oh, that's the best feeling. Yeah. Like, I was recently like helping a, a friend with a video shoot. Uh, uh, she's a musician and she's been signed to like a major label, oh, but nice. she kind of like got in a way disconnected with like uh, working with her friends. Like oh. the label's always like sending her people. Yeah. And all of a sudden she had like this little idea in a location and just got like all the the crew together like who like just all our friends yeah. and everything it's it's such like a cool feeling when it's you're so nice. you're ha- you're like having fun and being productive too did you feel that vibe too yeah a hundred percent and it's um it feels so nice when like it's something from from you and then all these people come and they like put all their heart and their artistry and their talent into it and their time yeah and so yeah. that felt really cool and um and yeah now it's been as I was just saying was nominated for a director's guild of canada award 
for for best short film. So I was like super stoked about that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah no, that's amazing. Yeah. yeah congratulations. Thank you. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Pre- premiered at uh, Holly Shorts in LA, um, which is an Oscar qualifying festival. So it's it's been you know I had moments of like what the hell have I done? Like I've spent my money and like it's just like this absurd film and luckily um you know people are are kind of you know seeing the work put in and enjoying it which is really cool and yeah yeah. that's amazing too and especially like doing like passion projects like you said like uh you had the moment where you're like what the hell am I spending my money and like and then it just sometimes like stuff just has so much heart like other people just feel the vibe or like It'll just become something amazing, no matter what, because you're putting that energy into it. You yeah, know? there's like love into it. I yeah. hope. I hope so. I hope. I think when. Yeah, I, I hope so. Yeah. Can yeah. I? Can you watch it online or is it? Just... Um, right now, um, it's not online because it's uh, it's doing the festivals, um, but I will put it online. Um, you can watch the trailer though on Vimeo. Okay. Um, cool. Cool. Yeah. yeah. I'll add that to our webpage. Cool. As that well, would too. be awesome. <laughs> and. Uh, yeah, you mentioned uh, you started, like, this whole journey, kind of, like, through Pirates of the Caribbean, <laughs> sparking your imagination. Is there, like, a dream role that you have in your mind? Of- uh, you know, I, I don't really know. I'll probably leave here and be like, oh, I know now. Oh, um, yeah, that but, usually happens. Yeah. <laughs> putting you on the spot. And- yeah, I, I, I'm, not, I'm not really sure. Like, I... I do kind of find it fascinating um, roles like uh, um, kind of like real people who are like a little um, like unhinged, like Daniel Day-Lewis in There Will Be Blood Mm, and also Paul Dano's role in that too. They're both like really extreme characters. I think it, it... it's, and they both have really strong beliefs. Like, a, I guess, a kind of a character. That's very, it's incredibly vague. Um, hmm. But just, hmm. I th- I'm thinking you're trying to say it's like something like a little like wild but believable in a way. Yeah, yeah like a- almost a little over the top. Yeah, but believable. But a human that's believable still. Um, but I like I like those people that are like so they have such strong intense beliefs. Um, like that would be really fun to play. I, it's actually like also like a role like the Joker. Yeah, you know, yeah. like there's that they such like such big characters for lack of better word, but also people that we can kind of be like, what the, <laughs> like, yeah. what the fuck? This is kind of creepy and like weird and, um, yeah, like the like train spotting, like the roles in train spotting. Oh yeah, um, yeah. like Classic. those kind of roles definitely interest me. But I, I actually had the opportunity. I got I was on the, the Amazon show The Boys for an episode, and I got to play like a, a kind of a creepy role in that. And I, I I was just there for a day, just in one episode, and I had so much fun. I was oh, like, oh cool, I, yeah, super weird scene, but like ton of fun. Yeah, well, what was the character? <laughs> um, her name's Molly, and she kind of like she's got like a weird like fish fetish, and she <laughs> ends up like seducing the deep and like going back to his apartment with him, and then like basically like taking advantage of him. It's it's like his payback from earlier in the season. So I'm sure that wasn't comfortable for the deep to, <laughs> for that in that scene, but um but it's like kind of a fun 
character, like aggr- aggressive a little bit. Kind of like, you know what it is? It's, it's like male energy in a female role is kind of, I think, um, something I'm interested in. If I could put that, I think that would be, be what I'm trying to say. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's really cool. So we... we hopefully get you like in like a superhero role or something where you're just like yeah like kind of like aggressively like punching people in the <laughs> face <laughs> <laughs> or is, is, is that like more like or, I'm like, down. or, or is it more like a socially <laughs> male energy or like oh, yeah or I, I don't know i'm i would be down to play a superhero like like yeah, like Britt Marling playing uh, Captain Marvel. Yeah, yeah. Did she punch people in the face? I never Probably. saw that. I haven't yeah. watched Captain Marvel. Yeah, me yet. neither. I'm sure there was a punch somewhere. I'm sure there was lots. Oh, yeah. actually, I watched the Avengers one where she can't kind of flew in. Uh, oh, this is like spoilers. They're punching Thanos. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. Oh no. <laughs> Marvel's gonna come after you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, just people are like, oh, I haven't seen this movie that billions of people just watched <laughs> this yeah, summer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, wasn't that like the highest grossing I film? I think so. Of, yeah, or maybe Black Panther. Now I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, actually. yeah, yeah, yeah. There's so there's so many of those films now. But yeah, it's yeah. like I feel like what's cool about watching April and Autumn too. I'm like so bombarded with that style of movie like lately too. So oh, you feel you feel bombarded with the stuff like kind of like a family drama. No, no, like uh, all like the superhero stuff oh. and like so major like yeah, yeah. And it was it was nice like to just kind of watch something that just felt a little close to home in yeah. certain ways and certain characters and stuff like that too. So like, I just mm-hmm. want to say for people who are looking for a more realism experience and like, go check out that movie. It's like, it's in Toronto all week. You're going to Vancouver soon, right? Or, uh, yeah, we'll be in Vancouver. I, I think it's the 9th and 10th. I think we have two days at Cinematique. Um, and then we're in Calgary for a week as well. And, and um, we're, we're going back to Montreal for one more screening too. Awesome. Yeah. Do you know if like after all this, there's going to be like a video on demand? or? Yeah, we're going to – it's going to be released on um, like a bunch of uh, uh, streaming sites um, it should be on Amazon, iTunes, um, Amazon Prime, and then uh, a couple other uh, of the streaming sites, and I believe VOD as well. Okay, like, cool, yeah, cool. Sure. Yeah. yeah, and we'll keep people posted who listen to this. Um, also, I want to mention, if anybody's listening to this on Spotify, iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, TalkShoe, and any of your favorite podcast listening apps... Every one of these episodes has its own homepage at www.girthradio.com. You're going to see a picture of Caitlin in the studio and links to everything we talked about, the showtimes, and yeah, like I said, we'll keep you posted on the VODs and share that when that comes out as well. Cool. So yeah, Caitlin, thanks for this awesome talk today. Is Thank there anything you, else you want to yeah. say before we leave? Or? Uh, no, thanks for having me. I, it was so nice to chat about films and art and such. Yeah, yeah, vice versa. And yeah, I'm going to be following your career and like, yeah, maybe down Thank the road you. after like, a film like you can always come back and talk about it hundred percent well. i would love to <laughs> yeah awesome thanks thanks sean hope you guys enjoyed that episode and like always we're gonna end with a song and today we got a brand new single from a past guest of the show from our pal ostella she released a brand new single the other day called wide awake and it's got a great message it's got a great video i recommend you watch the video it's kind of badass aggressively proactive kidnaps a dude from an oil company (laughs) and yeah i've been walking around town singing the hook and punching everybody in the face who i see littering which is a lot of people by the way 
think my hand's broken. Girth Radio.